Welcome to a deep dive journey exploring the delicate fabric of our global economic landscape, frayed by the unexpected and the unseen, the COVID-19 pandemic. Today, we'll unfold the story of the demand-supply imbalance and the sweeping role of fiscal policy. As dawn broke in 2020s, few could have imagined the tremors that would shake the very core of our world. Cities that once buzzed with life fell eerily silent. The once unstoppable wheels of the global economy stuttered. Our lives, once a symphony of choices and routines, now danced to the unexpected beats of a virus. From the buzzing streets of New York to the vibrant markets of Delhi, the world halted. Businesses shuttered, dreams deferred, and an unforeseen recession cast its shadow. But every crisis spurs warriors. In this economic war, the knights in shining armor were the fiscal policymakers. Governments worldwide unleashed a torrent of resources, pouring in funds, tax reliefs, and business subsidies like rain over a parched land, hoping to rejuvenate a gasping economy. As we venture deeper into this narrative, we'll wade through the bustling markets rejuvenated by these policies. Feel the pulse of economic resurgence, sense the renewed optimism of vendors, and see the cautious smiles of consumers. But, as in any story, there are two sides. While the world rejoiced in the revival, an unseen specter began to form. Supply chain disruptions, with goods caught in limbo, and soaring prices pinching pockets worldwide. Imagine standing at a port, watching a sea of containers, stalled and stacked, waiting. This is the unseen aftermath of rapid fiscal policies. These fiscal waters, though mostly calming, also stirred whirlpools. While GDP sprang back and jobs flooded markets, shells remained empty and inflationary ripples spread. Now, as we drift towards an uncertain horizon, what does the confluence of monetary and fiscal policies hold? Can they be the twin oars guiding us through these choppy economic waters? How do we steer clear of inflationary icebergs while ensuring no one's left adrift? In wrapping up our journey, we stand at a crossroad. The pandemic, an unforeseen tempest, tested our mettle. Fiscal policies, our shields and swords, carved a path through economic wilderness. Yet, with every action, ripples form. As we look to the future, it beckons policymakers to tread thoughtfully, balancing rejuvenation with restraint. Thank you for embarking on this expedition with us, diving deep into the intricacies of the demand-supply imbalance during the COVID-19 pandemic and the role of fiscal policy. We hope this voyage offered insights and ignited your curiosity. Should you wish to further discuss or embark on another economic journey with us, our harbors are always open. Greetings to innovators, dreamers, and everyone tuned in from every corner of the world. Welcome to Venture Visionaries, fueling tomorrow's titans. Today we are about to embark on a thrilling expedition into the bustling realm of venture capital financing. Ever wondered how a mere idea morphs into a game-changing product? Let's uncover. 
Picture this, a young entrepreneur with a revolutionary idea, a concept that promises to alter industries, maybe even the world. The challenge? Transforming this idea into reality demands more than just passion. It requires capital, mentorship, and a guiding hand. Enter the valiant knights of the startup. Venture capital for the uninitiated is more than just money. It's a partnership. VC investors don't just offer funds, they invest in visions. They're not just silent spectators. They roll up their sleeves, guiding startups towards a beacon of success. Today, we delve deep into a groundbreaking research paper that elegantly waltzes between numbers and narratives, a paper that utilizes mathematical precision to paint a vivid portrait of venture capital's far-reaching impact. One revelation from this study stands out like a beacon. The efficiency of VC financing isn't just about money. It's about the meticulous art of project screening and the nurturing process of development. And when done right, the ripples of this efficiency touch the very core of innovation. Picture a world where VC investors aren't just financial backers but skilled talent scouts and nurturers. Their sharpened ability to identify potential, to discern a diamond from the rough, means they fuel projects that might have otherwise been lost in the noise. The aftermath? A surge of radical, world-altering innovations that redefine industry. The paper doesn't stop there. It ties this potent mix of discernment and development to a tangible metric, aggregate productivity growth. When VCs refine their art, the entire market reaps the benefits. New products, services, and technologies emerge, pushing the boundaries of what's possible and setting new industry benchmarks. And let's talk about innovation's favorite scoreboard, patents. This study shines a spotlight on a tantalizing trend. As VC funding flows, a firm's innovative pulse quickens. With a mere 10% surge in VC infusion, there's a dance of numbers with patents leaping by an impressive 1.5%. Why, you ask? To wrap it up, venture capital isn't just about dollars and cents. It's the lifeblood of innovation, the wind beneath the wings of entrepreneurs, and the silent force driving tomorrow's market leaders. As we keep our fingers on the pulse of the venture world, understanding studies like these becomes crucial. Thank you for joining us on this illuminating journey through the corridors of venture financing. Stay curious, stay inspired, and remember, behind every industry titan, Imagine standing at the edge of a precipice, looking out at a vast, tumultuous sea. The waves represent the ups and downs of our global economy, and amidst these waves, tiny boats symbolize the labor force trying to navigate these turbulent waters. Welcome, dear listeners, to our podcast where today we'll delve deep into those brave souls who found themselves pushed overboard during economic downturns, the labor force exiters. The very fabric of our global workforce faced tremors during recessions and a the aftershocks of the recent pandemic recession reverberated into the lives of countless workers. To truly understand the gravity, let's consider labor force exiters as those resilient individuals who, when faced with a sudden job loss amidst a recession, took a step back. Some sought the sanctuary of retirement, others the halls of academia while a few simply struggled to find a place amidst the new norm. 
Today we'll unfurl an article that paints a vivid landscape of these exiters. Drawing. Data from the current population survey, this research juxtaposes two pivotal moments, the Great Recession and our recent pandemic recession. And the portraits it reveals? They're starkly different. During the Great Recession, our exiters were primarily older gentlemen, perhaps. Nearing the twilight of their careers, and with education not as extensive as the younger generation. Fast forward to the pandemic recession and the canvas changes. We see younger faces, predominantly female, equipped with higher educational degrees. This evolution doesn't just signify that recessions impact differently, it underscores how uniquely devastating the pandemic recession has been. Yet, amidst the waves and the tumult, there's hope. The article also illuminates. Pathways to Reemployment However, the beacon seems dimmer for our exiters, especially those from the pandemic times, as their chances of finding anchor in employment after a year seem lower than their counterparts. Now, why is this narrative so crucial? Beyond the statistics and the numbers lies a clarion call for comprehensive policies. The heartbeat of this study resonates with other scholarly pursuits like those by Elsby, Hobin, and Ahin and works by Hall, Kudliak, Cortez, and Forsyth. Together, they sketch the intricate dance of labor market dynamics, from the rhythm of unemployment insurance to the tempo of job search intensities. In understanding this intricate ballet of labor force exiters during recessions, there lies an opportunity, a call to arms. We have a chance to sculpt policies that not only uplift the fallen, but also rejuvenate the economy. By cradling the most vulnerable, we fortify our collective future. Thank you for journeying with us through this compelling saga of labor force exiters. We hope it provided a fresh lens to view the recessions and their ripple effects. Your thoughts, queries, and reflections are always welcome. So, until next time, let's keep the dialogue alive and hope for a future where every worker finds their beacon Greetings, dear listeners. Today, we journey through the hallowed halls of schools. Now silent and empty, and peer into the bedrooms and kitchens turned makeshift classrooms, unveiling a narrative that is both unsettling and illuminating. Welcome to our exploration on the shadows of education, the great disparity in pandemic learning. The world we once knew transformed seemingly overnight with the pandemic casting its long shadow over all facets of our lives. Amidst all the upheavals, our children's sanctuaries of learning, their schools shut their doors. As households across the world echoed with the sounds of virtual classes, not all children could. Tune in with equal ease. Picture this, two children. One in a spacious room, high-speed internet, personal. Computer, a quiet environment, and parents providing guidance. 
The other, perhaps in a cramped space shared with siblings, inconsistent internet access, no dedicated device, and overworked parents with little time to assist. The pandemic did not merely disrupt. It unveiled, laying bare the stark divides in our education system. Children from economically challenged backgrounds, those from marginalized communities, found themselves stranded in this new educational landscape. The digital divide widened and the weight of absence. A friend, a guide, an educator pushed them further into the shadows. Research resounds with the tales of these inequalities. The loss of peer-to-peer. -peer. Learning, the absence of an empathetic teacher's guiding hand, has affected many. But for the students already on shaky academic ground, this loss can be a chasm, affecting not just grades but long-term aspirations and dreams. Yet, in these trying times, the human spirit has shown resilience. Schools, communities, and policymakers rallied, striving to bridge the divide. Devices were distributed, internet access expanded, and additional resources channeled to aid those grappling in the dark. Yet, the ripples of this disruption will linger, and its long-term ramifications remain shrouded in uncertainty. As we wrap up our journey today, let's not merely reflect on the challenges of our times. Let's act, advocate, and aspire for a more inclusive, resilient educational system. For in every child's dream, in their thirst for knowledge, lies the future of our world. Thank you for embarking on this poignant exploration with us today, shedding light on the unseen corners of pandemic-induced educational shifts. We remain committed to illuminating such pressing issues and fostering informed discussions. Till we meet again, keep learning, keep questioning, and let's work towards a brighter future. Welcome, dear listeners, to a journey that transcends time and tradition, exploring the metamorphosis of money and its rippling effects across our global tapestry. This is a realm where tangible notes blend with the intangible and where the heartbeat of our economies evolves with every digital pulse. Money. It's not just coins clinking or paper rustling. It's the lifeblood of our dreams the bridge to our aspirations, and a dance partner to our risks. But now, the dance floor is shifting beneath our feet. Enter the realm of cryptocurrencies, a nebulous world where names like Bitcoin and Ethereum shimmer, untethered from the concrete banks and vaults we're accustomed to. Here, there's no king or central commander. It's a decentralized dance of codes, algorithms, and endless possibilities. The promise, freedom, transparency, and disruption. A. The fear, volatility, obscurity, and potential. Mayhem. Yet, as the debate around cryptocurrencies rages like wildfire, another contender. Steps into the arena, digital currencies. Envisioned by powerful central banks, these are not just digital in form, but also carry the weight and assurance of national economies. 
they whisper tales of lightning-fast transactions, unerring transparency, and an inclusive financial world. But with these promises come shadows of concern. Could they be a Pandora's box of illicit trades? Could they unsettle the very financial bedrock we stand upon? Our journey into the future isn't paved with certainties but with questions, possibilities, and profound implications. How will societies adapt? What chess moves will central banks execute? And how will the grand game of the international monetary system evolve? Join us as we delve deep into this labyrinth. Through the episodes, you'll hear voices. That matter, the visionaries, skeptics, policymakers, and the mavericks. Their insights, experiences, and foresights will illuminate this complex tapestry we're weaving. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur feeling the market's pulse, an academician, tracing economic patterns, or just a curious soul, this journey promises to be enlightening, thought-provoking, and perhaps even transformative. So, fasten your seatbelts, let your mind take flight, and soar with us through the dynamic skies of money and finance. Together, we'll witness the dawn of a new era. Thank you for choosing this odyssey with us. We eagerly await the sharing of ideas, questions, and revelations. Till then. Picture this, a bustling digital city, sprawling with activity, transactions buzzing through its intricate pathways like neon lights in a night sky. This city is the vast realm of public blockchains. But within this city, shadows lurk, areas where transparency's brilliance dims, casting a veil on transactional traces. This is where our story unfolds. Welcome, dear listeners, to the enigmatic world of Tornado Cash and the dance of blockchain. Privacy. As we navigate the neon lit lanes of our digital city, let's first understand its very foundation. Public blockchains, decentralized heartbeats of this metropolis, etch every transaction on their immortal digital skin. Transparency is their virtue, and trust is built on the ability of any wanderer to gaze upon these etchings and verify their truth. But herein lies a paradox. While the walls of our city glow with transparency, they often reveal more than what some inhabitants might wish. Imagine a world where every coin you spend leaves a luminous trail, where every purchase, every donation, every gift resonates its tale long after the act. The mask of alphanumeric addresses, though cryptic, can't always shroud one's financial endeavors from prying eyes. Enter Tornado Cash the enigmatic cloaked figure in our digital metropolis. A, like a master illusionist, it orchestrates a dance of coins, blending them into a swirling tornado, making it nigh impossible to discern which coin entered the whirlwind and where it settled post the tempest. Through a series of smart contract-driven acts, your assets are not only pooled, but returned in a manner that evades the keenest of observers. Yet, 
Every coin has two sides. For every entrepreneur who seeks legitimate. Transactional discretion, there might be a rogue who sees these mixers as means to murky ends. The very shadows that safeguard privacy can, in twisted hands, turn into avenues for sinister plots. But as dawn follows dusk, hope endures. The challenge lies not in shunning these tools, but in sculpting a balance between individual privacy and societal security. As our digital metropolis expands, so does its ever-evolving code of conduct. Policymakers, with the quill of regulations, are sketching out ways to ensure that tools like Tornado Cash don't whirl away into forbidden alleys. Our journey through this radiant city of public blockchains, with its glowing lanes and shadowed alleys, hints at a future teeming with possibilities. As with any powerful tool, the balance of its boon and bane lies in the hand that wields it. So, as we stand on the cusp of a digital revolution, may our choices echo with wisdom. Thank you for walking this illuminating path with us today. Until our paths converge. Again, ponder upon the dance of privacy and transparency in our vast digital realm. Greetings, fellow traveler on this ever-evolving journey of our world. Today, let's journey through the tempestuous seas of our global economy as we navigate the whirlwind that is the COVID-19 pandemic. Picture bustling cities once filled with life, now ghost towns with silent streets. The virus's invisible tendrils reached into every nook and cranny of our world, strangling economies and stifling dreams. From towering skyscrapers of New York to the quaint marketplaces of Marrakesh, the shadow of the pandemic looms large. But it isn't just a tale of falling stock markets or interrupted trade routes. It's the story of the calf owner who had to lock her doors, the craftsman whose wares lay untouched, and millions whispering desperate prayers as jobs faded into memories. These heartbeats, in unison, reveal a story of resilience amid despair. Imagine nations grappling with overwhelming odds, healthcare systems stretched. Thin, populations fatigued, and economies on shaky grounds. Yet, from this tumultuous backdrop arose a symphony of solutions. Governments, akin to captains steering their ships through stormy waters, unfurled. Vast economic sales, stimulus packages, aimed at harnessing winds of revival. Central banks, the wise navigators, calibrated the compass of interest rates, and poured in the lifeblood of liquidity, hoping to revive the gasping heart of commerce. But beyond the grand strategies lay the tapestry of humanity. Safety nets, though, never perfect, were cast wide, catching those teetering on the precipice of despair. Funds, relief, and aid flowed, weaving a safety blanket for families staring at empty hearths. Emerging lands with their vibrant dreams and pulsating energy felt the pandemics. Tremors most deeply. In corners where prosperity was a budding flower, 
the pandemic's cold gusts threatened its bloom. Yet these lands too showed resilience, grappling with constraints, but never relenting. The dawn after the darkest night is the most beautiful. As we stand now, amidst the pandemic's ebb, trade routes are rekindling their past fervor. Economies, though scarred, show green shoots of recovery. Yet, the horizon still holds clouds of uncertainty. The pandemic story is not just of the past, but continues to be our present and will shape our future tales. To encapsulate, dear listeners, this journey through the COVID-19 tempest has been tumultuous, teaching us the fragility of our systems and the boundless strength of collective resilience. Our path forward is lit by lessons learned and the hope that together, we can rebuild a world more robust and harmonious. Thank you for embarking on this voyage with us today. Let our stories be a beacon, guiding us through the murkiest waters towards brighter horizons. Until our tales entwine again, fare thee well. Greetings, fellow explorers. Today, we venture into the bustling bazaars and sprawling skylines of emerging markets. Amidst the fragrant spices, vibrant textiles, and rapid urbanization, lies a question. When the economic winds change, is it the distant thunderstorms of external shocks or the local climate of domestic policies that influence their fate more? Emerging markets, think of them as vibrant, bustling cities on the cusp of Modernization, teetering between tradition and transformation. They're akin to ambitious climbers scaling the economic mountain with the promise of the peak in sight, but faced with unpredictable weather patterns. From the roaring tempests of fluctuating global demands to the drizzles of commodity price shifts, external shocks often rumble like unpredictable storms across these economies. But what if the very roads, infrastructure, and decisions within the city, the domestic policies, are just as, if not more, responsible for its economic trajectory? To unravel this enigma, we delve into an enlightening piece penned by Espino, Kozlowski, Martin, and Snez. Picture Argentina in the 2000s. The world is in a frenzied dance of commodity boom. Countries like Argentina, with their rich resources, should have been partying to this global rhythm, yet their dance was staggered. High inflation, currency woes, and an uneasy relationship with international credit were their discordant beats. But why? Our authors propose a captivating perspective. Perhaps it wasn't the external. Symphony, but the internal tune Argentina danced to. They dissect the nation's relaxed monetary choreography which spiraled into inflationary missteps, and the government's wavering dance card, creating unease amongst potential global partners. Yet, in a twist, they observed that even if Argentina had donned the right dance, shoes earlier, meaning if they had secured international credit sooner, their dance at the 2013 economic ball, marred by trade challenges, wouldn't have been dramatically different. 
Their tapestry of insights isn't just about Argentina. It's a story echoing across the vast expanse of emerging markets. It tells of the vital dance between internal decisions and external influences, emphasizing the finesse required in domestic policymaking. In the dawn of realization, we see that while the global economy's ebb and flow will always cast its shadows, the core strength of emerging markets often lies within their choice of policies, the credibility they weave, and their macroeconomic poise stand as the pillars supporting their vast potential. In conclusion, while the world around us will whirl in its unpredictable dance, nations, especially emerging ones, hold the power to choose many steps of their economic ballet. And perhaps, therein lies the profound lesson, to harmonize the external with the internal for a dance of prosperity. Thank you for journeying with us through the riveting landscapes of emerging markets. We hope this episode has illuminated new pathways in your understanding, and we eagerly await our next expedition together. Until then, may your thoughts Ahoy, and welcome aboard our voyage of understanding as we navigate the up complex waters of shipping prices and their ripple effect on the shores of American inflation. Today, we'll unfurl the sails of a meticulous study helmed by Maggie Isaacson and Hannah Rubinton from the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, charting a course through economic seas post-pandemic. You might recall the tempest that was the COVID-19 pandemic, its torrents not only affected health and daily life, but churned the depths of global trade. Ships anchored, ports silenced, and containers lay stranded like treasures lost at sea. Amidst this, shipping prices, the very lifeblood of trade, surged like colossal tidal waves. Yet our intrepid researchers, Isaacson and Rubinton, dive deep, casting a net to hey, catch the truth. How much of this tumultuous tide has lapped onto the shores of U.S. inflation? Their tools? A trusty ordinary least squares regression. Their findings? Hey, like a lighthouse in murky waters. While the gale of rising shipping prices was strong, its push onto the shores of import prices was gentle but steady. Every swell in shipping costs, even by a percentage, nudged import prices up. But here's where the plot thickened. Perishables, those fleeting fruits and fleeting fish, felt this the most, followed by the sturdy backbone of the economy intermediate goods. Through their navigational prowess, the duo charted the boundaries of this impact. Between the compass points, the pandemic's shipping cost surge accounted for a staggering 68 to 111 percent of the rise in import price inflation. Yet, when we gaze upon the vast ocean of the producer price index, it's but a drop a mere 15 to 25 percent. Why such calm waters? Our other sea charters, Amidi, Heise, Wang, and their crew, discovered that the waves of import prices rippled gently into domestic inflation. For the captains of industry and everyday sailors, that's you and me, what tales? 
Does this sea have to tell? The merchant relying on exotic spices from distant lands or the craftsman awaiting his precious materials might find their costs climbing. And yes, while we, the inhabitants of this vast economic island, might feel the breeze of those price hikes, the storm isn't as dire as one might think. Our island stands resilient against these tides. In the grand tapestry of the seas, Isaacson and Rubinton's insights stand as a beacon for those navigating these post-pandemic waters. Their revelations remind us of the ever-evolving dance between global happenings and their ripples back home. As dawn breaks on a world emerging from the pandemic's shadow, all eyes are on. The horizon, watching the dance of shipping prices with bated breath. And as your loyal narrators, we pledge to keep you informed and enriched on this fascinating journey. Thank you for joining us today. Should your compass have questions or thoughts, our harbor is always open. Until our ships cross paths again, Welcome, listeners, to a new episode that invites you on a journey, a journey. Through the winding lanes of economic mazes and fiscal jungles of developing nations in the age of COVID-19, imagine a world where developing nations, already walking the tightrope of financial stability, are hit by a storm, one unlike any before. The COVID-19 pandemic, an uninvited guest knocking at their doors, didn't just bring health concerns, but also unleashed a torrent of fiscal quandaries. Hospitals brimming, economies plummeting, and societal fabrics tearing, the need of the hour was quick, resolute action. Governments, stepping into the eye of the storm, poured money into healthcare, cushioned their vulnerable citizens with social safety nets, and tried to kickstart dwindling economies with stimulus packages. But these much-needed actions weren't without their shadows. Debt the silent specter began to tower high, casting doubts on the sustainability of such fiscal responses. Would these countries, already juggling economic challenges, be able to bear the weight of this burgeoning debt? In this dense fog of uncertainty, two colossal ships, the International Monetary Fund, and the World Bank sailed forth, their combined pledge a staggering 1.16 trillion USD. Like lighthouses, they aimed to guide the staggering economies of these nations towards stability, if only to some extent. Diving deep into this global financial tapestry, our authors sifted through data, searching for patterns, connections, and implications. They observed that while nations valiantly put forth rescue programs, averaging about 4.5% of their GDP, the aid from these international entities made up just a fraction, about 0.7% of a GDP. The debt, meanwhile, continued its ominous ascent, averaging an alarming increase of 9.5% of GDP in these countries. As we stand at this crossroads, looking towards an uncertain horizon, it's clear that, while immediate measures have offered some respite, 
the shadow of debt and the sustainability of these efforts remain question marks. The looming aftermath of this pandemic on these economies is still a tale in the making. But, as with every story of challenge, there's a sliver of hope, the steadfast support of global organizations combined with the resilient spirit of these nations and a commitment to sustainable fiscal policies might just weave a brighter financial tapestry for these developing countries. In wrapping up this enlightening voyage, we realize that the dance between crisis, response and financial stability is intricate, layered, and ongoing. We sincerely thank you for joining us today, and as we continue to chronicle the stories of our times, we hope to be your beacon, shedding light on the complexities of our world. Stay informed, stay engaged, Welcome, dear listeners, to a fresh episode where we embark on an exhilarating journey through the bustling alleyways of global economies, exploring the intricate dance of total factor productivity, capital deepening, and the allure of gains from trade. Imagine the vast, intricate web of international commerce, markets as ancient as the Silk Road blending seamlessly with the digital age's lightning-fast transactions. At the heart of this colossal dance is TFP, or total factor. Productivity, a measure not just of labor or machinery, but of how efficiently an economy breathes, evolves, and thrives. Then, we have capital deepening, the unsung hero. Think of it as equipping each worker with not just a spade, but an excavator, amplifying what each can achieve and thus paving the path to heightened productivity. And lastly, let's paint the vibrant canvas of gains from trade. Imagine a world where each region, from the fertile vineyards of France to the tech hubs of Silicon Valley, churns out what they excel at, then shares it like a global potluck dinner, leading to shared prosperity. Now, with such a tantalizing tableau of international trade, one might think every nation's journey is all about smooth sailing and sunny skies. But alas, the tides of global commerce can be unpredictable. While some nations bask in the glow of newfound prosperity, others grapple with shadows of loss. Enter our intrepid researchers, Ravi Kumar, Santa Cruz, and Spozzi. In their cutting edge study, they've woven a tapestry of data and algorithms to mimic the heartbeat of 93 diverse nations as they navigate the seas of trade liberalization. This isn't just a model. It's a crystal ball gazing into the potential futures of economies, deciphering how they might flourish or falter in the evolving global bazaar. Their revelations? As diverse as the global landscape itself. While some nations might find themselves riding the euphoric waves of increased welfare, others might need to brace against the stormy winds of economic setbacks. A vital cog in this intricate machinery? Capital deepening. The more robust and adept in economies, tools, and skills, 
the better poised it is to navigate the intricacies of global trade. To wrap up our voyage today, the intricate ballet of international trade, while mesmerizing, is laden with nuances. But equipped with knowledge and insights like the ones we delved into today, nations stand a better chance at choreographing their dance to the melodies of prosperity and progress. Hey, to you, dear listeners, for accompanying us on this enlightening journey today. As always, we invite you to return as we unravel more such intriguing tapestries of the global economy. Stay curious, stay informed, and until next time, sail smoothly on the vast seas of Exhethis, two children, one from a leafy suburb with upscale cars and picket. Fences, another from a crammed city block, dreams bigger than their rooms. Both bright, both aspirational. Yet, their journeys towards higher education, painted in starkly different hues, all because of the weight of their family's wallet. Welcome to our exploration of the changing role of family income in college, selection, and beyond. Today, we pull back the curtain on an evolving landscape, dissecting the silent threads of family income, weaving the tapestry of college choice, dreams, and futures. For decades, the weight of a family's coffers cast long shadows over college. Dreams. Universities and lecture halls, once distant dreams for those from. Humbler backgrounds seemed almost exclusive to the affluent echelons. But winds of change are in the air. Today's world sees a shimmering beacon of hope. The corridors of academia now resonate with diverse stories, no longer echoing just the privileged whispers. The robust growth of financial aid and scholarships, combined with society's shifting appreciation for the universally accessible college education, has bridged many. Nevides. Oksana Lukina, with the precision of a seasoned economist and the passion of an educator, delves deep into this transformation. Her research casts light on a hopeful pattern. The once imposing chasm between rich and poor in college selection is narrowing, like a riverbed slowly drying under a relentless sun. Yet, while money's role in these decisions sees an evolution, the arena of college, selection is no less a battleground. Where financial privilege has retreated, academic prowess now stands tall. As Lukina's data reveals, Today's battlefield values the sharpened sword of SAT scores and academic accolades more than ever, especially as top-tier institutions become modern-day coliseums of competitive spirit. But the journey doesn't end with college gates. Lukina weaves further tales of how. The prestige of one's alma mater, like a guiding star, can illuminate career paths, influence earnings, and shape futures. Yet, she also offers a gentle reminder College brand, though influential, doesn't singularly pen one's life story. The ink of majors chosen, internships pursued, and networks nurtured often writes more profound tales. In a world where the scales of opportunity balance and tip, what do these revelations mean for our collective future? 
At its heart, it signals a hopeful horizon, where birthright no longer strictly dictates educational pathways. Yet, as Lucina's insights caution, we must tread with awareness and intent. Ensuring our evolving world truly champions meritocracy over legacy, potential over privilege. As we bid adieu today, let's remember that every young dreamer, looking up at Ivy, clad walls or digital classrooms, carries a universe of potential. And it is upon us, the educators, policymakers, and society, to ensure that the gates of opportunity swing wide open for every aspirational heart, not just the privileged few. Till next time, stay curious, stay compassionate, and never cease to dream of a world where Welcome, listeners, to this pivotal episode. Today, we venture into the shadowy corridors of counterterrorism and the intricate ballet of decisions that nations dance, a delicate act balancing protection and freedom. Terrorism is not just a word. It's a harrowing tale that spans the tapestry of time. From ancient civilizations to the glittering skyscrapers of today, it is the dark underbelly of humanity's story, its menace echoing through time and leaving a trail of despair in its wake. Imagine for a moment the echoing footsteps in vast airport terminals, the wary eyes. Scanning every corner, the looming presence of metal detectors and security personnel. These are the immediate palpable changes we've felt. But it doesn't end there. In the shadows, Drones whir silently across foreign terrains, executing precise maneuvers, targeting threats. But with each descent, a new set of complexities rise. The grieving mother, the orphan child, a village in ruins. These offensive strategies, although effective, may inadvertently sow the seeds of tomorrow's resentment. Now let's step into the quieter, less visible world of surveillance. Every phone call, every email, Every whispered secret potentially caught in a vast web, all in the name of security. Civil liberties, once considered inviolable, now tiptoe a precarious line. In our quest for security, might we be trading the very essence of what it means to live freely? Therein lies a profound paradox. The very policies designed to protect might also encroach upon the cherished values we hold dear. Yet, as governments fortify one front, our adversaries, the terrorists, morph like water, finding the path of least resistance. If airports are bastions, they turn to the laughter-filled precincts of a park, the thrumming heartbeats of a concert. This cat-and-mouse game, this relentless evolution of strategies, poses the challenging question. Can we ever truly be one step ahead? Counterterrorism is not black and white. It's a spectrum of grays, a mosaic of choices and consequences. Governments wrestle with the monumental task of shielding millions while also preserving the sanctity of individual rights. 
It's a dance that requires grace, foresight, and immense responsibility. Listeners, as we close today's discussion, remember that this is more than just policy talk. It's a reflection of our collective human journey. As we grapple with the specter of terrorism, it's essential to remember the soul of what we're protecting, our shared values, our freedoms, our very way of life. Thank you for entrusting us with your time and thoughts today. We urge you to reflect, question, and engage. After all, these decisions, these paths we tread, shape not just the world we live in, but the legacy we leave behind. Until next time, stay safe, stay informed, and never stop asking the Picture a world where two individuals, Alice and Bob, have a secret. Alice wants to prove something to Bob, but without revealing what that something truly is. Sounds like a riddle, right? Dive with us today as we unwrap this enigmatic concept of zero-knowledge proofs or ZKPs and venture into their promise and potency in the realms of blockchains and economics. Imagine standing at the edge of a vast digital maze. Alice has the map and wants to. Prove to Bob she knows the way out, but without revealing the path. ZKPS are that magic wand that enables this. With them, Alice can assure Bob of her knowledge without ever showcasing it. The heart of this intricate dance lies in cryptography, where truth can be asserted without ever being displayed. Now, why would this arcane-sounding principle be a game-changer in our digital age? Think of blockchains, digital ledgers, where every transaction is akin to a bead on a string. But what if some beads need to be private, shielded from prying eyes? ZKPS step in here. They ensure the sanctity of transactions, cloaking details, yet proving authenticity. It's like a masked magician, showing a trick's result but never the method. Diving deeper, the mechanics of ZKPS whirl around mathematical symphonies. Interplaying with cryptographic beats like Merkle trees and elliptic curve cryptography. They challenged traditional notions where proving something often meant unveiling it. In the realm of blockchain, where energy-intensive methods like proof-of-work burn immense power, ZKPs come as a gentle breeze, reducing computational burden and securing privacy. But let's not box ZKPs just within the confines of blockchains. Envision voting. Booths where each vote, sacred and secret, can be verified without exposure. Or bustling supply chains, where a product's genuineness can be validated, its secrets intact. The tentacles of ZKPS stretch far and wide. However, like all magic, ZKPs aren't without their shadows. The arcane arts of cryptography can daunt and befuddle, making ZKPs a challenging endeavor for the uninitiated. As we dream bigger, the tapestry of ZKPs gets more intricate, posing scalability questions. Yet, in this grand cosmic dance of data and privacy, ZKPs shine as a beacon of hope.
as the digital horizon expands, the silhouettes of zero-knowledge proofs will undoubtedly loom larger, guiding us towards a future where truths can be whispered without ever being said. Thank you for joining us on this digital odyssey today, unraveling the mysteries of ZKPS. In an era where data is gold and privacy its keeper, concepts like Xeric knowledge proofs illuminate our path, ensuring that while we might trade in information, we never compromise on our secrets. Picture a mosaic, diverse tiles cohesively merging into one canvas. Each tile, an individual, the canvas, our nation. Now imagine a sudden deluge, COVID-19, washing over this mosaic. While all tiles face the storm, some remain more exposed, less shielded. Welcome to our exploration today as we delve deep into the tempest's impact on our diverse American landscape especially the low-to-moderate-income communities. A global storm, COVID-19 didn't discriminate by borders, but within them. Well, that's a story less told. Imagine two homes, one a sturdy fortress and another a makeshift shelter. As the storm hits, which one feels its brunt more? Much like this, communities of color found themselves in the path of fiercer winds. The Federal Reserve's 2021 magnifying lens, the Community Impact Survey, starkly highlighted this discrepancy. The results? Heart-wrenching. Where some missed a few luxuries, others grappled for basics. Food, shelter, warmth. The tiles of our mosaic were eroding unevenly. But why this uneven wear? Envision a lifesaver thrown to drowning individuals. Hey, some. Grasp it immediately, while others, further away, barely touch its edge. Government relief was that lifesaver. Yet, many in our LMI communities, especially those without tax histories, sans internet or without bank access, found this lifeline just out of reach. This isn't just about the direct impact of a virus, but systemic issues, like the ghost of racism and deep-seated income inequality, casting shadows on today's crisis. Moreover, imagine industries like hospitality and retail, once bustling, now echoing. Silent. LMI communities heavily populate these sectors. With the pandemic's chokehold, their income streams dried up, and the journey back? A slow trudge. Uphill. And yet, the research isn't just a tale of despair. It's a beacon, highlighting where we falter so that we may rise stronger. It's imperative not only to mend the present, but to reweave the very fabric of our society to be more resilient, inclusive, and just. In the aftermath, as we rebuild, it's not about returning to the old, but shaping a world. Where every tile of our mosaic is fortified. Where healthcare isn't a luxury for a few, education isn't biased, and where a storm, however mighty, 
finds it hard to break a united front. Thank you, dear listeners, for walking this journey with us today. In understanding the trials of our LMI communities during this pandemic, we realize that our collective strength lies in uplifting each member, ensuring equity, and cherishing our shared humanity. Let this not just be a tale of disparity, but a clarion call for unity and action. Till next time, may we not just see the challenges, but be the change makers. Stay informed, stay compassionate. Picture this, the relentless heartbeat of a nation's economy, thriving businesses, bustling streets, and life in full swing. But lurking just out of sight, a silent threat capable of undermining all that prosperity, the specter of fiscal dominance. Warm greetings to our valued listeners. As the clock ticks in the world of economics, today we pull back the curtain on an enigma that dances on the edge of fiscal and monetary policy fiscal dominance, and the re-emergence of zero-interest bank reserve requirements. Sit tight, as this tale is not just for economists, but for every citizen who holds a stake in the economy's future. Imagine the government's hands tied, where fiscal demands overshadow the monetary reins, pumping money into circulation like an overflowing river threatening to flood the plains. That's fiscal dominance for you. A situation where the government's voracious appetite for borrowing swells the money supply, leaving us vulnerable to the whims of inflation. So, you might wonder, why should I care? Charles W. Calamaris's recent clarion call paints a picture of the United States dancing perilously close to this fiscal precipice. With towering debts casting long shadows over our GDP and looming deficits, there's a potential storm ahead and it's threatening to blur the line between fiscal and monetary policy. The echo of this fiscal tempest might be heard in the chambers of our banks with the ghostly whisper of zero-interest bank reserve requirements. Imagine banks forced to stash away part of their treasures, like squirrels hoarding for winter, with not a penny of interest earned. Such a move could stem the tide of excessive money, reigning in inflation, but it's not without its toll. Banks might find their coffers drained, their ability to support the dreams of consumers and enterprises hamstrung. What, then, is our salvation? How do we navigate this tightrope? The pathway is arduous. Calamiris points to tightening our fiscal belts, but with giants like Medicare and Social Security demanding their share and defense budgets expanding, where does the axe fall? Could the solution lie in raising the banner of income taxation? But would the masses rally behind such a call? In this intricate ballet of economics, the crescendo of Calamiris's message is stark. The United States stands at a crossroads, facing choices that may shape its fiscal destiny. Can we temper entitlements, or are we hurtling towards an age marred by rampant inflation and an economy echoing tales of days gone by? Henry. As our journey today draws to a close, we leave you with this, an informed citizenry.
is the bedrock of a thriving democracy and economy. Dive into the intricate web of fiscal policies, engage in conversations, and let your voice echo in the hallowed halls of decision-making. Until we meet again, continue to challenge the status quo, ask questions, and let your curiosity guide you through the maze of our economic universe. Close your eyes and travel back in time. Imagine the streets filled with the sound of boots marching, cannons firing in the distance, and a nation's battle cry. Then, suddenly, transition to a world gripped by an invisible enemy, the silence of empty streets, and the persistence of a modern generation fighting its own kind of war. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to our tapestry of history today, where the tales of Ancient wars interweave with our contemporary battle against the COVID-19 pandemic, all through the lens of economic survival. It was in the shadows of Wuhan's bustling markets where a new adversary, the novel. Coronavirus first lurked. The pandemic's relentless assault tore through nations, resulting in staggering job losses and muted businesses. In this eerily quiet economic battlefield, the federal sentinels, the government, and the Federal Reserve orchestrated policies reminiscent of wartime strategies from our history. Books. But how, you ask? Cast your mind back to the throes of the Civil War or the thundering echoes of World War II. These wars, while distant in time and nature, hold eerie economic parallels with our fight against COVID-19. From the Civil War's taxation strategy to the war bonds of the 1940s, the common thread is the government's relentless pursuit of resources to finance its battles. Each epoch brought its own challenges. Before the intricate dance of modern capital, markets, governments faced stark choices. Taxes were levied, properties commandeered, even soldiers were impressed into service. Yet, as financial evolution took place, borrowing became the weapon of choice. In our historical voyage, what stands out is the finesse with which wars, despite their different eras and challenges, were financed while taming the dragon of inflation. The Federal Reserve, since its inception in 1913, has been instrumental in this balancing act. Fast forward to our modern war against the pandemic, and we witness a symphony of coordinated fiscal and monetary policies echoing those of yesteryears. The past whispers its lessons, the vitality of synergy between policies and the ever-looming specter of inflation. Sudden surges in government spending might provide relief, but without a watchful eye, they can stoke the fires of inflation. So, as we gaze into the horizon, yearning for the day this pandemic recedes into history, we ought to remember the learnings from our battles of old. Embrace coordination, stay vigilant of inflation, and above all, Remember that every crisis, every war, bears lessons for the future. In weaving this narrative of wars, pandemics, and economic survival, we journeyed across time and challenges.
while the foes changed, the essence of resilience remained constant. Thank you for traversing this tale with us today. Hey, as always, our history, our struggles, our resilience are the compass for the future. Until next time, stay curious and cherish the lessons.